This is StoryQuest. Today's story is... The Secret of the Blue Lagoon. What are you? Are you a mermaid? This was going to be the most extraordinary experience of Dante's life, which was saying something when you're 12 years old. If you had asked Dante if he liked magical creatures, he'd probably say he didn't believe in things like that. He liked things he could touch and see, and he'd never seen a magical creature, not even a glimmer of a ghost. What he liked most of all were fossils, and he was excited because he was on holiday by the seaside in an area that was super famous for its fossil remains. The family were camping in a very nice campsite. It had all sorts of playgrounds and even a block with a swimming pool, but Dante wasn't interested in those. He was interested in the Blue Lagoon, a nearby stretch of water surrounded by woodland and rocks, which were said to offer up the best fossils of them all. Oh, go on, Mum. It's only ten minutes away and you don't have to come. Mum was on a sunbed outside their tent, immersed in her book, The Latest Detective Story. You're not to go in the water, she said, without taking her eyes off the page. She had got to a very gripping bit. I know you can swim, but lagoons could be dangerous. You don't know what's in there. Oh, I'm not interested in the water, Mum. You know that. Mum considered and said that he could go. Take some water with you. It's set to be the hottest day of the year, she added, as Dante happily got his bag, his tools and fossil book out of the tent and eagerly set off. And don't forget your sun cream. It was hot work, chipping and brushing away at the rocky soil. The lagoon twinkled in the heat of the midday sun. It did look inviting, but Dante wasn't tempted. They had a talk at school about the dangers of swimming in wild lakes and quarries. They could be much colder than you thought, and they could be spiky or sharp things on the floor that you might not be able to see. He felt rather tired, not least because of the heat, and so he decided to rest for a while in the shade of a tree, and maybe just close his eyes for a moment. As he was drifting off, he saw a splash of colour. A kingfisher. It darted towards Dante and then back to the water. It seemed to be asking him to follow him. Dreamily, Dante found himself rising and slowly following. All sensible thoughts flew out of his head as he began to wade into the shallowy waters of the lagoon. There was a bubbling whoosh and suddenly he found himself pulled downwards in a watery vortex and he gasped only to find that he could breathe perfectly well. And as the vortex cleared, he gazed around at the underwater scene in surprise and shock. The kingfisher could just be seen fluttering above the surface and then departing, his part done. A shoal of shimmering fish now appeared and circled his ankles. They quivered and darted away as Dante thought to follow them. It was all very strange, but then again not strange at all, in a peculiar way. The sand under his feet shimmered like glitter, and the sun far above threw shards of light through the water. They turned around some watery boulders covered in mossy lichen to find something even more surprising. A young woman sat on the floor of the lake looking extremely annoyed. In fact, it's wrong to say that she was a woman because her eyes were far too green and her skin appeared to be covered in a fine layer of silvery scales. A thin gauzy material like fishing nets was draped around her body 
and he squinted to see that she had what appeared to be gills and fins where ears might normally be found. She appeared to be somewhat stuck under some rocks and clearly wasn't happy about the state of affairs. Dante gasped. Well, don't just stand there with your mouth open, Dante. You'll catch a fish. Help me, the strange being said. What are you? Gaped Dante. He was indeed standing on the lagoon floor with his mouth open. Does it really matter? I'm me. Are you a mermaid? The creature pointed to her feet somewhat sarcastically. They did appear to be a little webbed. But they were indeed webbed feet. Feet which poked out from the pile of rubble and rocks. Well, duh, feet, see? I'm just a water sprite, one of the Seelies, that's your common garden fairy. Nothing unusual. Dante could stare hard enough. She was extremely unusual in his opinion. Look, can we just crack on? I'm trapped under these rocks. Uh, Some stupid men brought a speedboat, would you believe? And the engines whipped the water into such a merry storm that old rocks were tossed around under here like mad. I was caught in an avalanche of them. I'm lucky they didn't hit me on the head, to be honest. Aren't fairies magic? Can't you just make them disappear? The creature raised her eyebrows as if she got asked this question a lot. I can enchant others, but there are some pretty strict rules about enchanting things for yourself, she said with a shrug. I'd wish I'd enchanted those sailors onto the far surface of the moon now, but what's done is done, she smiled sadly. Dante smiled back and got to work. He could move the rocks fairly easily, and although some were as big as footballs and very heavy, piece by piece the rubble was cleared, and in a shimmer of silver the creature swam free, as limber as an eel, and with a happy bubbling cry of joy. I'm free! She did several somersaults and then swam in circles around Dante, who laughed to see it. Oh, thank you, Dante. I'll never forget your kindness. It shall be rewarded, I promise. And faster and faster she swam around until a bubbling vortex swelled into being and Dante was obliterated by the current. And then he rubbed his eyes to find himself perfectly dry and back under the tree as if he had just awakened from a sunny snooze. It must have been a dream. After all, he'd never go into a lagoon on his own and he couldn't have breathed underwater. And he couldn't have breathed underwater, could he? And water sprites, as if. He chuckled to himself to remember the strange creature, although it had seemed awfully real. He was set to stand when he realised there was something in his hand, a rather large pebble, and within the pebble, the outline of a fish. He gasped. A whole fossil fish, which must be from the Jurassic Age. This was impossibly rare and near downright impossible. He hadn't found it for himself. The water sprite, he whispered. She must have placed it there as a reward. It's almost perfect, he breathed. He was trembling with the excitement. For a fossil fan, it was the best reward of them all. He smiled eagerly as he began to race back to the campsite. He couldn't wait to show his mum. He wasn't quite sure how to explain what had happened and how on earth could he explain the water sprite. Magic didn't exist. Or did it? After all, as we said, the world is a very strange place. 
and we are always discovering more of its secrets. Got an idea for a story? Tell us the title at funkidslive.com forward slash story quest and we could bring your story to life. For a new story each week, make sure you hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss a single episode.